When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, what's going on, fam? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. And in the month of February, we as a country, we highlight and celebrate the richness in the black community by calling it Black History Month. And as a proud black man, I want to celebrate and highlight other black influential people in the world. So I want you to sit back, enjoy this conversation, but get ready. Next month, we're back to talking about money, success, mental health, healthy relationships, you name it. But for this month, I want you to enjoy these conversations. 2020 was a year to remember from uh, racial issues, COVID-19, a lot of different things. And I want to ask you this question. What is one thing you learned from last year when it comes to us as a community? When I think of blackness, I think of power. Standing out, no matter what you're faced against. I'm LaDonna Boyd. I'm the fifth generation president and CEO of R.H. Boyd Publishing Corporation. My name is Wesley Smith. I'm 24 years old, and I'm a personal trainer in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. My name is Tanisha. I am in marketing. What comes to mind for me is excellence. I'm Mignon Francois. I'm a mother, and I'm an entrepreneur. Edward Weston, some would say pastor, but that's a title. My name is Mikkel Davis. I'm 18 years old. I am an artist and a designer of my own brand, art to wear at art2wear.com. 2020, one word. Death. Lost a lot of people. A lot of loved ones. A lot of friends. Death is always around us. It's a reality. But it was in the forefront 2020. Honestly, when I think of 2020, I think beginning. When I hear the word blackness, I think of beauty. Strength. When I hear the word blackness, what comes to mind is me. What is one thing you learned from last year when it comes to us as a community? Like, what is one thing in the black community you learned? Anybody. As a black community, depending on the government, is something that I feel like many of us black people are not doing any longer. Mm. Also, I have friends who have also started their own business, Mm. like myself. Going full-time as a personal trainer in July of last year, once the pandemic started in March, it was a risk. It was eye-opening, but it gave me this this inspiration, this fuel, this fuel that I have uh, in order to succeed and just not depend on paycheck to paycheck. As As a black man, um, being creative, mm. thinking outside of the box, not waiting hand and foot on knowledge and going to get it and owning in on it and not giving up. Boy, y'all, y'all, y'all I'm, diving I'm, in. I'm not, I'm not going to take the same <laughs> direction just because 2020 was very eye-opening for me when I, when I think about our community. It showed me that we're not as conscious as we proclaim to be. Mm. We're Uh-oh. still very compulsive. <laughs> We use that word woke very fluidly, and the reality is we're compulsive. They can put anything on television, anything happen, and we quickly react to it. I just think that oftentimes 
in order to get us to move in a direction, it's not hard. Mm. It's like pulling a string mm. to get the results that any one group of people, and I'm not talking race, I'm talking system, mm. any one group of people, in order to get my community to respond or react, mm -hmm. it is not difficult at all mm. because we're so compulsive. Mm. And I think that as a people going forward, we have to use this at a greater capacity mm. and become more conscious of what's going on around us and, and the powers that are behind it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I could say a whole lot there, but we, mean, we have to grow in that area as a people. We have to grow in that area. Mm. I definitely feel what you're saying. And like you said, woke, that's a word that people use so loosely. And like you said, getting people to do something is just as simple as pulling a string. I mean, look at what happened with the toilet paper. Like, I had never been in a situation before where I went to the grocery store and there was nothing on the shelves. You know, there, there was meat shortages and, you know, all of the, the vegan stuff was gone. Like, people were just buying any and everything. <laughs> like, no, no. like, why are you buying gluten-free flour? <laughs> like, that, that was very interesting to me just to be in that situation where you see this kind of stuff happening on movies and you never really imagined it happening in real life or in your lifetime. But to go back to the question that you asked about what we learned in 2020, I want to play, you know, a different card. What did the world learn about us mm. as a people, mm. as specifically mm. black people? Oh, my, my, my. The Damn. world, you know, with the, the black squares and all of this. We're listening and Ooh. all of that on Instagram. We've been lit. Like, like, you know, <laughs> you want to help black businesses, support black businesses, make this list of, you know, this black-owned dry cleaners, this black-owned bakery, this black-owned grocery store. Go shop here. Tell your friends to shop here. We're mm. allies. We've been here. Mm. So, I mean, the world found out that we were lit. Mm. And we've been lit, so. Yeah, I know that's right. <laughs> Say that one more time. We what? We we been lit. Come on. Yeah. Oh Lord. So you good. like that lit word, huh? I do. <laughs> I got a special place in my heart. Special place in that your heart. Little sis, you graduated last year. What is one thing you learned as a high school student who graduated in, in 2020? Well, I say in general, what I learned was I can't expect anybody to advocate for myself, mm. and. I learned a while ago that you can't expect somebody to understand what they don't understand. And it was easy for me to attack people when they didn't understand what we go through, what I go through. And so when they say something that I thought was ignorant, it was, why would you think that? Why would you think that? And I learned quickly, they don't know anything else. Mm. So I learned that I can't attack people anymore and it's more education. And this year just proved that even more because I had friends calling me and um, saying, hey, can you explain this to me? And asking me questions that for me, I was like, how could you not understand this? Like, it's right there, two plus two equals four. Mm. But they didn't understand. I realized that nobody's going to get it if I don't tell them. Mm. And I have to adv advocate for myself and I have to speak up and say what's on my mind. And it's not my job to make white people comfortable. Mm. That's good. 
Y'all dropping some good stuff. I want to go back to the question that you posed. You said, let's flip it. What did the world learn about the black community? And you said they learned, one, that the black community is already lit. We've been here. I'm curious. I'm going to pose that to all of us here. What, what is one thing the world should have learned about us in 2020? Or heck, period. We still have a lot going on right now. Let's be real. That we're never comfortable. Ooh, that we're never mm. comfortable. Break that down, bro. I feel like not only myself, after just graduating after a year, how well I've seen my friend group adapt. How I've seen my friends start talking about stocks and real estate and, mm. and, and um, you know, all these other accessible things that, you know, our people didn't really have accessibility to, you know, uh, in, the, in the generations before us. Everything is, is so accessible. Knowledge is accessible. Mm. You can look up anything you want to on the internet. So it's like, it's free. At this point, you know, uh, education, you don't have to go to college just to get an education. You can learn pretty much anything through certifications and trades and yeah. YouTube. I feel like as a community, you, you see so many uh, young, you know, black men and women creating their own businesses, starting YouTube channels. Whatever it may be, uh, we're thriving, evolving. Our minds are being challenged. Some of us is taking it as that, you know, yeah. when you see all of this. And uh, like Weston was saying, that being able to um, adapt is important. Yeah. Just being able to just adapt. All right, we're lit. We're never comfortable. Something else? I think creativity is king, you That's know, good. as we... You know, our demographic is given so little, but yet we're able to do so mm -hmm. much. You, know, you think of the phenomenon of, you know, black Twitter. That's what's literally gotten us through yeah. uh, so much that's gone on as of recent history. And just being creative, being able to adapt, like has what's been mentioned, and just ingenuity is king as well. You yeah. know, again, we're given the least. We're able to do the most with that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. Mm. You know, if, if, if there's any, anything that 2020 should have shown the world... Because we're here. Mm. We're not going anywhere. It doesn't matter about who's in office. It doesn't matter if, you know, the police treat us right or wrong. Black Lives Matter is not new. Mm. That's, that's been, in the 1800s, Black Lives Matter was around. Mm. It was just not called Black Lives Matter. Mm. <laughs> they were saying we're human too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. you understand what I'm saying. And so, uh, but we're not going anywhere. And um, I think that this generation has shown the world also that we're tired of talking. Um, you know, if it means taking action that this young generation has shown that we're willing to do that as well. Um, but the latter part of 2020 has also shown that we're not the thugs. I think that that has been shown as well. Uh, we're not the people that, that history quote-unquote, American history has portrayed us to be. Mm. Now I purposely lock my doors mm. when an elderly white woman walk by my car just so she can see how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just being honest, because we're not who you think we are. Mm. You know, going back to the same thing with the media, there's a narrative that has been portrayed about our people since the beginning of time. That narrative has been force-fed down American throats. Mm. And they believe, unfortunately, we believe what we see. Mm. Unfortunately, mm. our reality is television, propaganda. Mm -hmm. 
And because that becomes our reality, we act and react based on what we think is reality and reality is that that's not the truth. And so I think 2020 has shown the world that we're not going anywhere. Um, we can go there if that's where you want to go. <laughs> but we're saying the same thing we've always been saying. Mm -hmm. We don't have to be made equal. Just don't take away the little bit that we do. We, we've always done more with less. Mm -hmm. But then when we make less work, then you stop that too. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we're saying. To piggyback off of what you were saying, um, I think one thing that they should have learned is that we won't be stopped. We're, we're, we won't be defeated, and we're not scared. We, I mean, to be black in America is to live every day in a state of fear. And so when we're fighting for our life to get away from that fear, we're not scared. We will do what it takes. And I think you definitely see that with the younger generations and a lot of the protests that are going on. Yeah, we're, we're not going to be defeated. They've thrown everything at us. And one, one form of, of oppression has changed into another form of oppression, whether it was slavery to segregation to mass incarceration to police brutality has been here the whole time. So we've seen it all. It keeps changing. You keep throwing stuff at us. We're not, we're not going anywhere, and we're, we're not scared. We're not going to be defeated or stopped. Yeah, yeah. January. I want to add something to that. I, I think that <clears throat> if they didn't know, now they do, that I'm good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not because I'm black. Mm -hmm. I'm good because I am good. Ooh. And I think that a lot of times people want to, you know, just like Tanisha was bringing up, you know, I'm really great. I'm really grateful for the eye-opening experiences the world has had. Mm -hmm. But something tells me that this is not new. If I believe the Bible that tells me that nothing is new under the sun, then I can look to my past to inform my future. There was a time when God got tired of his enslaved children being mistreated. Mm. And eventually... He brought plagues upon the earth and said, let my people go. Mm -hmm. And I think that he's tired mm. of the, the disenfranchisement of a, an entire people because of the color of their skin. Mm. I think that people learn that I am smart, mm -hmm. that, I, um, that, that you don't need to do business with me because I'm black. You need to do business with me because I Good. am the best. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And there is no better option than me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Them cupcakes I, fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm <laughs> rated as one of the best cupcakes in the country and the world. Yeah, as you, you are. should. And, and the best in Tennessee. And people still don't know don't know the cupcake collection. Yeah. And it's like, what rock have you been living under? Mm. And then people want to share that, and people who know that it's good because it's good want to give that to other people or want to keep it because it's a treasure and you don't want everybody to find out your secret, right? But I think people found out that we, that there was a level of excellence, and I'm going to come to every battle with that, but we were having this conversation this week uh, amongst our team that um, 
that we heard one of your friends say. He said, you know, you want a victory, but you don't want a battle. Mm. Mike Todd. And, and that if you, if you need, if you want to win something, then there's got to be a fight. And I think that's just what, that's just what we're dealing with. And I think at the end of the day, when my children go out or when my team goes out, they're a reflection of me. Mm. And I ask them, what is your job? No matter what their job is, their job is to make me look good. Yes. Because I'm good yes. and because I'm the best. And I think that people learned that we're good, not, not because we're black. No, that's real. That, that's so real. Because mm-hmm. you are good. I mean, I, I order cupcakes every Tuesday. <laughs> Um, do you ship? Um, I no, ship. Okay, I, ship. I, I do ship. Yes, I ship Lord. nationwide. Right. Okay. Yes, right. she do. Okay. Yeah, uh, thank uh, you uh, for asking. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want to get y'all's opinion. What do you think about what happened to our Capitol on January 6th? Why are y'all looking at me? Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm really saddened by the fact that people were climbing on our Capitol building. A police officer was chased. And they were mocking our democracy and sitting in sacred places that we've elected people to be. And I heard people shouting, this is our house. You know, this is all of the people's mm-hmm, house. Mm-hmm. And I just shudder to say, had those people looked like anyone else, there w- that would have been a massacre. Mm. You, you have situations where... You know, I've raised black boys in America who understand that they have to carry themselves a certain way and, and, and just, you know, while being black. Mm. Mm. I, I'm not talking about them, you know, being riotous or, or you, know, d- you know, doing anything out of the norm, just, just, just living while being black mm. and could never have done that disrespectful act. And you have so many examples in 2020 of people losing their lives mm. and, and beyond. Mm-hmm. People losing their lives. Where, where are we safe? Mm. Uh, that, that, was really, that was really heartbreaking to me. I felt sad and frustrated, angry. But to be honest, I already felt all of that. I've Mm, been mm. feeling that. I've felt that in so many different situations. I wasn't surprised. So the feeling wasn't an overwhelming feeling of I'm mad at this because I'm already mad. I've, I've been mad. But it was more like after this day, nobody can tell me that white privilege doesn't exist. Uh oh. Because You saw what happened in the protests for Black Lives Matter. You've seen police officers pointing rubber bullets at children, police officers punching Mm. people, Black Lives Matter protesters. And then these people just walk into the Capitol building. Everybody lost their mind about a target, but they just walked casually. Mm into the Capitol building. You can't tell me white privilege doesn't exist. It's almost like the video of the girl, I I can't remember what her name is, but she had the dog and she called the police, or she said, I'm going to call the police and tell them a black man is harassing me. It was like, ha, y'all can't tell me you didn't see that. You you can't tell me that you're blind, that you don't Mm -hmm. see this. It's right there in front of you. So after that that day, I don't really want to hear 
you you can't you can't tell me that white privilege doesn't exist. Mm. And that's kind of how I felt. Like I was just looking back, like wow. It just validates everything that I already knew. Mm. It was just validation. Like, mm. yeah, I knew this. I'm mm. not surprised. It makes me angry, frustrated, but I can't say I'm surprised. All 2020, you saw so many different events on the news, whether it was Black Lives Matter protests or COVID-19 cases. When me just looking at, you know, the video today and hearing it from my friend yesterday, how not surprised I was, but just me also thinking how uh, injustice our system really is and how unequal we are as beings in the U.S. and the United States of America and how as black people we're supposed to sit and digest that mm. because it has happened and it is now in the past and now it's a part of history. And I've looked back on history. I've seen the marches. I've heard the stories. And my grandmother was born in 1947, right after World War II, going into um, uh, the 60s, and how the marches and the, and the police brutality then, that's even hard to digest. So just to see 60 years later, and I, I actually went to the uh, march on Washington mm -hmm. um, this past year uh, with Al Sharpton uh, leading it, and it was peaceful. You know, uh, no rides, anything like that. It was just, you know, supporting Black Lives Matter to going to see, you know, white people doing it to the Capitol, and I was just there. Mm. Mm. So, like I said, it's something that we as a black community have to digest and live with. Yeah. I bet the police showed up in riot, riot gear when you went to a peaceful protest. They did. Mm. You know, just to be blunt. Okay. Why do they want to be oppressed so bad? Mm. Like, mm. oppression is not, you know, it's not a, a, a trend. Like, it's just like, what are you so upset for? You've had all of these years with things being, you know, an advantage to you, a head start to you. You've, you know, it's just like, what, what is your problem? <laughs> Why are you acting a fool? Why? <laughs> There are definitely two different realities, and it's, they're just coexisting, and it's sometimes hard for the others to see what's actually going on for our daily lives. And I think liberty and justice for all really does not apply anymore. Did it ever? Yeah, Did it, you're so right. Was, Did it was, ever? I was going to ask, like, I didn't feel anything, me personally. Uh-oh. Zero. No feelings. No feelings. Wasn't upset. See, wasn't upset. Wasn't sad. Wasn't sad. Wasn't hurt. Um, we living in this bubble. Like, what are we expecting? Mm. Like, let me ask y'all a question. Let me break it down this way. Break it down. For the next 10 seconds, everybody that's on this panel, be somewhere else. For the next 10 seconds, just be somewhere else. You can't do it. Y'all still sitting here. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I mean, I still see <laughs> sitting. I closed my eyes. I was <laughs> all y'all still sitting right there. <laughs> now, you said in your head. That means that either you went back somewhere in time, memory, or you placed yourself somewhere you've never been, imagination. Yeah. All we have is memory and imagination, either the past or something in the future. Okay. You can only be here now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem. Mm -hmm. Racism is not an individual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Racism is systematic, or we call it systematic. It's a system, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. 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 And the system oppresses people. Mm -hmm. we, we call it racism because the system decides to oppress a specific race. Mm. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Mm -hmm. So when we, when we talk about racism, we're talking about a system that's oppressing people. Now, really, the issue we have is classism, not racism. Uh-oh. The real issue is classism. What is classism? Economics. Mm. Mm. How do I know it? You just mentioned the injustice, the justice system, mm -hmm. how, how injustice our justice system is. If you ain't got no money, it's very injustice. Yeah. Yep. If you got some money, you'll find out it seemed to work out regardless of what color your skin is. Right. The Bible says this, the love of money is the root to all evil. If we consider racism evil, just trace the money. Ooh. Guarantee mm. you, you'll find out that it has to do with money. Slavery was just an economic thing. That's all it was. We took black people, they took black people, and put them to work, made them work for cheap labor. Yep. Mm. Economics. Economics. So the best thing that we can do, stop looking at white privilege. Mm. It is white privilege. You know, what that, you know what that comes from? That comes from, we talked about memory, that comes from past, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They don't have a choice. You can't be somewhere else. I can't be nothing but black. Mm -hmm. I was born into the skin color I'm in. Mm -hmm. They were born into the skin color there. They don't okay. have a choice. Come on. Do you understand? Right. So by the same token that there is white privilege, they also are stuck with the stigma of what was done by their, their ancestors to us. Mm -hmm. They can't escape that either. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you a question. Your people, before you, enslaved a bunch of people, murdered a bunch of people, raped and killed and, 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 and uh, completely destroyed and annihilated a race of people. Mm -hmm. Your people. Mm -hmm. You got one or two options. You can live in the privilege of the, the success that you have now, yep. or you can walk around with the weight of what happened to your people. Which one you gonna do? I'm, I'm, I'm moving forward, brother. So when we look at white privilege, don't expect anything different because if I was white, what am I gonna do? Walk around with a, a noose around my neck because of what my people did? Come on, man. I can't change that. All I can be is who I am now. Mm. If you wanna deal with white privilege, here's how you deal with it. Open up your company. Mm -hmm. Deal with generational wealth. Figure out how to set yourself up so that the system works for you and not against <laughs> you. I mean... Yeah. And no, I, I think we should that. just pass talk. the offering plate. Pass the offering plate. <laughs> it's just, it's, it, again, going back to compulsive impulse mm -hmm. or consciousness, mm -hmm. it's one of the two. You can't change yesterday. Mm. Let me, let me ask y'all a question. Mm. Uh -oh. Let me ask y'all a question. That's why he passed away. No, that's not. <laughs> we'll call you doctor. Let me ask y'all a question. If you can control the next thought that you're going to think, don't think it. You don't have control. Mm -hmm. You don't even have control over your thought. Mm. So if you don't have control over what you're thinking, how can you control people climbing the Capitol building? Why would you let that frustrate you? Mm. You can't mm. even control your own thoughts. Mm. You being frustrated or getting mad or getting angry about somebody considering, you know, doing, first off, me personally, 
I wasn't uh, 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 amazed by it in any capacity because they were allowed to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't even go to Nashville uh, courthouse and do it. Try it and see what happens. Can't do it. I don't care what color your skin is. Go down there to the Nashville courthouse and try to scale it and see what happens. <laughs> you're definitely not going to do it at the White House unless you're allowed to do it. Mm. If you're allowed to do it, there's an agenda. Mm-hmm. If there's an agenda, then there's a purpose for reaction. Mm-hmm. We've got to stop being so compulsive mm. and start understanding mm. the game that's being played. Mm. Now, I know, you know, that I ain't... I think that sounds like woke. Come on here. <laughs> woke and lit. Yeah. <laughs> at the same time. At the same time. <laughs> Do we as a black community truly desire success or do we want to look like success? Out of everybody, black people deserve nice things. Black women deserve luxury. It's like you have a a Chanel bag, you have a Gucci bag, but what's in it? We equate success with material things. I don't think that we need to keep comparing ourselves to white people. I don't care what white people do. Mikkel's gonna do what Mikkel's gonna do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.